Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. This is Velvet Tea. I thank you for joining me today. And we're here to talk about my favorite group and yours, BTS. If it's not your favorite group, it will be. For those who have been listening to my podcast so far, I thank you, thank you, wherever you are. Um, Thank you for giving me a chance and listening to what I have to discuss or just listening to me talk about BTS, the members, just everything. Um, They've made an impact in my life and I just love talking about that. So thank you, thank you, thank you if you are listening to my podcast. And if so, too... Click that follow button on your favorite platform, no matter where you're listening from, no matter what you're listening on. Click that follow button so you can get notified when I upload a new episode and we can just enjoy this bang tang together. Now, as you can see from the title, today is about Run BTS. Yes, look, the guys have been putting out Uh, content so much it's hard to keep up I don't know about you but I feel like my head is spinning almost I'm like I haven't been in army that long um the crazy thing is is I talk about them like I've been an army for so long but the thing was I was able to get a crash course like all at once because I was late joining, you know, army and getting into them. So I was able to see everything back to back, which I do talk about in my other episodes um, down the rabbit hole and pretty much my journey as to how I became army. So if you want to take a listen, go check that out. But the guys have been putting out content at a ridiculous pace but not ridiculous in a good in a bad way but in a good way but it's like I can't keep up every time I turn around there's a notification of something and so uh you know for this to be a quote-unquote group break from activities we are getting a lot of content from the guys across the board okay Um, Bad Decisions came out and it did so well. It debuted in the top 10 and at number 10 on the Hot 100 Billboard chart, which is hard to do for any artist, you know. So it doesn't matter whether you get the number one spot or you get number 100. To be one of the people that's between one and 100 of the best songs out there you're pretty much on a chart and it's pretty much saying your song is the best in the world anywhere only a hundred people and you know how many artists there are in the world and imagine you are one of a hundred out of the world that's not easy to do and if you're an artist who's not based here it's even harder So for them to debut at number 10 was so good. So, so good. Like that, that is because that's, that's pretty much that song is, it's a bop. It's like a summer. Let's drive down the coast 
hair blowing in the wind or or if you just having your little backyard party and your little grill and you having fun and you put that on it's like everybody got their you know red cups they drinks or whatever you're drinking or your little umbrella something and you just jamming with your shades on and food and you know somebody's at the grill hopefully not burning the meat It's one of those type of songs that if you put it on, everybody's just like just jamming and just just having a good time. That's what that's what that song is. Bad Decisions is a good time. And so we got that. And then, you know, we were getting uh, information that Run BTS was coming back and everybody loves Run BTS. I mean, Run BTS is so funny. When I started watching it, first of all, I didn't know what I was watching and I didn't know what was going on. And what made me watch it was seeing a short of RM singing with the red cape on and a king hat with shades and pretty much just in his very <laughs> cute way of... <laughs> singing this song and just with with so much I'm gonna call it passion and when I tell you that I saw that short on YouTube and I was cracking I said what is this from what is this from I said what is going on here because you know after a while you start watching stuff on YouTube and it starts suggesting things and then you start watching shorts and then you start seeing things uh, you know related to the things that you've watched And when I saw, when I tell you, I watched that clip so many times. I think that's the first time I watched a short on YouTube and liked it. And I just kept looping it. It was ridiculous. And the rest of the guys are cracking up, falling out on the floor. Sugar and and Jimin are practically on the floor. You know, V look like he's crying and 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 j-hope just i mean his high cheekbones is is in full swing like he is laughing so much his eyes is almost closed i mean it's it's crazy but that's what made me start to watch run bts was seeing that because in the comments that's why i love when it, when i was you know new and figuring out what this was from all i had to do was look in the comments and then you had a lot of army who was saying this is from their show run bts so i started watching a run bts and i watched back to back to back to back to back to back episodes that was like my everyday uh thing at the time when i was injured just watching the episodes back to back to back it was so good and it seemed like as the episodes kept going on it kept getting better and better and so, you know, seeing their last episode where they had the dinner and they did a toast and they took a picture, it was emotional knowing that, you know, they were going on a break. But it was, you know, based on the hair color, they probably finished that in the middle of the year, even though for us, it didn't stop airing until November. But I'm going by hair color because that's how I could determine when <laughs> sometimes when things are going on based on what hair color and style that they have. So it was probably like somewhere in the middle of the year. It's probably around the time where they were doing um, probably after butter. 
And during the time of like permission to dance, because J-Hope's hair is white. And so it's like sugar. They have like that similar hair color like they do in um, permission to dance. So that's how I figured, you know, when they probably stopped recording that. But anyway, so we were getting teasers and stuff that Run BTS was coming back. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, Run BTS is coming back. You see all kind of memes on Twitter and on Instagram about, oh my gosh, you know, Run BTS is like free therapy for us, you know, because it, it, it brings people a lot of joy. The show brings people a lot of joy and seeing the guys and seeing them in these situations and laughing and, you know, laughing with them or laughing at them or, you know, and it's, it's like a feel good show. And I love seeing it. So we got the teaser that it was coming back. It was like, OK, now I'm going to admit something here. When they came out with the Proof album in June but before that, they gave us the track list of the different tracks. When they, you know, announced the names of the new songs and there was a song called Run BTS. The first thing I thought of was, is this going to be the theme song for Run BTS when it comes back? Like, I don't know what it sounds like, but is this going to be the theme song for when it comes back? And so from there, you know, when it came out and we heard it, that song is a banger. Like that song is ridiculous if they would have came out with that song as like if they would have uh released that song as the single i would have been happy with that too but yet to come was definitely a transition song into where they were taking their careers so yet to come was more fitting for youth this makes me cry i i oh i you know seeing them sing that even now it's like it it just emotional because you know you know even though we didn't know at the time that we were watching the performances well we knew at the time by the time the performances came out you know what was going on and what was announced at the festa dinner but seeing it it's like i haven't even watched some of the 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 music banks and stuff i haven't seen some of them because i'm like oh my gosh when i saw proof live when they were in the desert that was that was that was enough and then i watched i think i think the first one the one the one that first came out was music bank where sugar was on the the uh piano and i said okay this is too much and i could tell just by their face they were emotional and, and probably because they knew what was going to, you know, come out with the Festa dinner. And they knew that, you know, even though they recorded it, I think like the month before, but they knew what was going to come out. And so if you look, you can see that they were emotional. But anyway, Run BTS uh, is definitely a, a great song off the Proof album and it's doing so well. And so when I found out that Run BTS, the show was coming back, I said... I wonder, are they going to use that for the new theme song? Because every time they make um, Run BTSs, I could tell, like, the, the song will change, I guess, during the, the era. The song changes. Like, one time they had Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and then one time they had Idol, and then, you know, they had different songs for different eras. And even, you know, Bon Voyage and stuff, they had different songs. So I was like, Run BTS. I was like, I wonder they're going to use that. And then ARMY, you know, start going with it. You know, um, there were shorts where you would see, like, the pictures of them from Proof with the all black. Ugh. Oh, 
I love that picture. I am so glad I bought the, the, the proof set where I got the big poster of that. I'm going to find a frame or something for that because I don't want to destroy that ever. Like, I'm going to get glass, put it in a frame that's going somewhere <laughs> on a wall dedicated for that. So, Army start making edits of them with the run bts song as the theme song and then with the you know with the proof outfits on so when i saw the episode so then run bts premiere came on and you know i watched it when it when it first premiered i i i didn't waste no time i didn't waste any time i watched it soon as it premiered it was on um weverse because they put on Weavers, I think V-Live first. And then it was on YouTube, I think later on in the day or the next day, something like that. Soon as it started, I said, wait a minute now. I was like, this is how you know the company is, you know, high, big hit. You could tell that they are in tune to Evil Army's ideas or edits or something because... The exact way that Armies was saying this is how it should come on is the exact way that it came on. I said, yes, there is somebody who is watching out for Army edits and uh, and using it as I did, you know, and getting ideas from it, you know, from Army. And it's like, that's, you know, that's great. And that, that was fitting. Run BTS and then they're grown standing there. I said, oh, they look so good in that picture. All of them. I was like, look at my bias right there on the, on the end. Look at my other bias on the other side. Look at my bias wrecker just right there. And the, oh my gosh, it's too much. So I was like, and they all look so good. Uh, that's what we need, a, a slick back here, Jimin. Yes, that's what we need. I hope when Jimin comes out with his solo work or his solo song album or concept or whatever he's going to do, I want to see exposed forehead Jimin. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that's what I want to see. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping to see. Um, but Run BTS, okay, the episode did not disappoint it was as chaotic as ever and they're older so it's even you know it's even more um the first thing you know they were playing different games with them and the first thing they had to think of um you know the the staff gave them like uh like some keywords or something and they had to come up with the answer but then they had to each write a letter and it even started from the left or from the right and mostly it started from the left with JK and so you know some of them got it right and uh, some of them didn't so the thing is they all had to come up with the same answer but then had to write their letter based on where they was like a letter from the word based on where they were sitting I said what <laughs> I was like and the editors listen y'all are funny J-Hope didn't know some of the answers and they just it was one time where they just they they did this crazy edit where it's like he's sitting there and he hear like everybody saying something different say something just passion by this saying something different say it's, I said y'all are doing J-Hope dirty this is not even right but it was funny though but and then they played um 
the pose game where the staff would give them a word or something and then or, or gave them a scenario that's what they did they gave them a scenario and they had to uh all pose the same way based on the scenario now they've done this before in um their run episodes it was run episode 38 and they did it in run episode 98 now run episode 38 they did it where there was just two of them and they were giving them a scenario and they would have to post the same but in 98 it was all of them and then you know v was the one usually who who did a different pose you know it, it, it goes with his different way of thinking you know it's like he wasn't wrong but he just has a different way of thinking you know seeing things so they're posing and everything and you know some of them was getting it right a lot of you know a lot of uh times there'd be one or two that didn't get it right so the the thing of the game was if if they all didn't get it right then they didn't get it right you know they all had to get this do the same pose in order to get you know the question right the only one they all uh, got was the scenario where it said, uh, you made a mistake and you make eye contact with dance leader J-Hope. And that was the easiest one because they were like, we all got it because we all been in that situation. And so that was funny. But then the crazy thing was, was that even that wasn't even the telepathy game. The telepathy game started after that. After they gave them these uh, blindfolds, these frog blindfolds, which I feel like if Army gets a hold of where these blind, if they didn't, if they didn't get these blindfolds custom made, and these blindfolds are being sold somewhere, Army's gonna find it and buy them out because it's these blindfolds are crazy some of them the frog eyes are like big and separated and some of them you know it's 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 something else and then when when rm put his on and looked towards the camera everybody started laughing because he was the first one to put, <laughs> he was the first one to put this on and it's like they use that as the um as a like picture that you see when you when you look at the episode you know they use that as the picture i said look <laughs> what is happening here and so they had to all form a line and you know hold on each other's shoulders of course it was chaotic trying to get them to line up one by one and then you know v started v was blindfolded and started messing with j-hope because he was in front of j-hope and so he started messing with j-hope and and the staff tried to pull him to you know uh behind jim and and J-Hope somehow they got disconnected and J-Hope tried to find him and the funny part was where he's like they was like don't he was like what he was like don't trip or I think Jen told him like don't trip or you know walk up you know some of the other ones in the front is like is it hard to walk forward and so Jen is telling him like don't trip don't trip he was like he said what do you mean don't trip my fingers just went in somebody's mouth <laughs> oh my gosh I said and they all cracking up and it's, it's just 
it's just so nice to see them all together. And so this is where the telepathy game started. So they they um walked them out to the elevators. They took the elevators and took them downstairs to the parking lot. And one by one, each one of them took off their blindfold and got in the car and got in these, you know, their individual cars. And then when they got in the car, they was like, wait a minute, I'm in the car by myself. Like, who's sitting by me? They're like, no, it's just you. So this is where the game begins. Okay, so the real telepathy game for them is they give them a word. And with that word, they have to go to a place that's in Seoul. It's just um, the parameter is just Seoul. It's not no other city in South Korea. It's just Seoul. And so they have to pick a place that coincides with that keyword that they give them. So the first word they gave them was happiness. And so pretty much they had to pick a place that, you know, in Seoul that brings happiness to the, like, like that, that is connected with happiness and their, and their history or something like that. So this is where things get interesting because you had some that went to the dorm. There was their first dorm when, you know, they were trainees and, you know, before they became the big worldwide, world-renowned BTS, they were trainees. And so this was their first dorm. And so, you know, it holds probably holds a lot of memories of them getting to know each other in times where, you know, they might have, you know, played games with each other or, you know, just just vibing with each other in their first place and, you know, getting to know, you know, getting to to know the other guys that's there in the training program with them. So you had a couple of them that went there. The crazy thing is, is the ones that didn't go there. Like, uh, so the ones who went there was Jin, V, Jimin, and uh, RM. And the crazy thing is, is that J-Hope had said, J-Hope, Sugar, and JK didn't go there. They went somewhere else. Now, J-Hope, when he was sitting in the car, he was trying to figure out whatever. He said the dorm. He said the dorm too. But then he thought the stadium and I feel like the ones that didn't go to the dorm, it kind of speaks to their personality of what they consider happiness, probably, you know, not saying that the dorm wasn't happiness, but maybe in in to them, happiness is something else. So. J-Hope went to a stadium there. I think it's the Jamsa's uh, stadium where they had concerts. And that's what he thought. He was like, you know, concert, you know, uh, where they performed. They was on stage. You know, Army is there in the audience. They're cheering. They're having fun and stuff. And for him, that's probably where he feels you know, as a performer, as a dancer, that's where, you know, and then being in the group that they're in, that's probably what he finds to be happiness is them performing and them in front of army because no matter what he does and no matter where he is, he's always thinking about army. All of them do. He's always thinking about army, you know, even when, you know, he went to Chicago 
for Lollapalooza, Hobie Palooza. As Lollapalooza renamed it Hobie Palooza, you know, the first thing he did was get on V Live and talk to Army. You know, now the man just had like a 14 hour plus flight. And the first thing he did when he get to Chicago is talk to Army and let them know that he got to Chicago okay and to talk for a while. You know, he was on there for like, I think like a half hour or so. But it's like, sir, you just got off of a plane. And you you were in a different time zone. You're not sleepy. And so that, that speaks to his personality. And then, you know, even after Lollapalooza, after his big performance that he did, the first thing he did was get on V Live and talk to Army. And it's like, sir, you just performed and shut it down at Lollapalooza. And the first thing he did was go to his hotel room and get on V Live and talk to Army. Even Army was in the comments like, "Why are you doing a V Live, sir?" He says, "Uh, it, it's not like I have nothing else." You know, he said, I, "I I have nothing else to do." Like, sir, you can go to sleep. Talk to us tomorrow. You did a whole lot on that stage. Talk to us tomorrow. But probably what happened was, you know, even though he might have felt a little you know tired after a while during the performance probably after the performance and knowing that it was over he probably was on an adrenaline high and this is why you know he talked to army but that's just his personality he so his happiness is with army performing talking doing something so that's probably why he went to the stadium now sugar went to the han river and he said it's so many and, and what he was saying is we had so many many great memories there and I'm thinking like I wonder is the Han River like a place where they shot some of their videos because there's some videos especially the early ones like I need you and run and you know save me save me look like they was on a beach somewhere it looked like it was rainy too it was raining and it was very cloudy but it just added to the video atmosphere actually i think the cloudy day actually made that video and you know the theme of the song it kind of went with it so it was kind of good that they you know filmed it during a cloudy day it went with the the aura of the song huh and so he said the han river and i'm thinking like maybe that's where they you know they shot their videos at or or a place where they you know, was able to get out and, 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 and run free, you know, once they were, you know, in the group and doing different things, it was a place for them to just let loose and just be themselves and just, you know, enjoy, you know, hanging out with each other, even if it was for a moment. So for Sugar, probably that, uh, brings a lot of memories for him and a lot of happiness to him because, um, you know, he he feels more connected to that. The times where they hung out. Because he said that. He said, we had so many me happy memories there. And so, JK is the last one. He went to Lot World. Lot World, I believe, is like a like an amusement park, a theme park, or, you know, a place to have games, rides, all kind of stuff. So, he went there. And the other members found out that. You know, he went there and he said, 
And he said, I wonder why, you know, nobody came to Lot World. We had so much fun here. Now, the other guys that went to the, the dorm, they were like, somebody went to Lot World, went that, you know, went that far. Like, it's crazy because it's in the middle of the afternoon, you know, filming there is going to be nuts because there's going to be so many people around. I don't think he was thinking about that or he really was worried about that too much, but he went there because he was like we had so much fun there you know we've had so many fun times there and so jk being a person that likes you know gaming he likes adventure he likes rides he likes you know doing a lot of those you know fun activities like that it's no surprise that he went to something like lot world because when they started he was younger and so he said they used to come there a lot when they were training and so being a person that likes games and like those kind of things of course that would be uh, a happy place for him you know not saying that the dorm is not a happy place but probably for him it was it was more of the times where they were able to have fun aside from doing their uh work and and and, and practicing and training and stuff so he probably, you know, remembers the times where they went a lot where they were able to take a break, even for a moment, and just have fun and play games and, you know, and really like bond like brothers, you know, at Lot World. So it's no surprise that he went there too. But I feel like in all, you know, in all, uh, in each one of the locations, it wasn't wrong you know each one of them you know defines happiness as something else and now you know i just waiting to see what <laughs> what they're going to pick for the next you know word <laughs> yeah so their next word so they did give them another word at the end of the episode and they were so shocked you know well once all of them found out that everybody has gone to a location and nobody else has come into their location and so they gave them another keyword at the end and uh the keywords were salty and mad so they're like oh my gosh what you know what is going on here and so you see them all like trying to think salty man you know so i'm guessing like the original you know like the the previous uh run bts episodes is something that's gonna come on every week so i look forward to the next part of this because this is a mess <laughs> but it's so funny and one thing i need to talk about i'm going to bring this up i don't know if big hit uh, uh, uh stylists are listening but please please back away from the scissors uh, stand clear of the trimmers, the 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 razors, anything. Just back away from any kind of cutting device. The guys all have 
their nice hair, black hair, and it's growing and they look grown and sexy and just please stay away from the scissors and even the hair dye for now unless it's like a concept or something that's coming up and you know colors have to be changed but for now can we please back away from the scissors and the hair dye they look so good and rm sir you stop (laughs) just stop there's a reason why he is my bias record this man He's leading for sure, but just stop. (laughs) Respectfully, please stop. We're trying to breathe out here. It's summer. It's very hot. And you, with your post and everything, post post workout uh, of photos that keep coming out, you know, you're suffocating people out here in a good way. But respectfully, sir, you are suffocating people out here. We are trying to breathe here. And here you are uploading your sweaty post-workout photos. What are we supposed to do with that? I don't know. And then, you know, every time we turn around, there's a member coming out with something else. So... Then you have a teaser that uh, Jen is uh, going for a job interview. And it's like, what is is this a show? I wasn't when I first saw the teaser, I wasn't sure if this was a show he was doing or this was really him going for a job, going for a job. And I'm like, okay, I wasn't sure. And I'm thinking, I'm like. Is this real? Like, is this some kind of, you know, some kind of sitcom or some kind of show going on? Some kind of something. It turns out it's real. And so Jen got a job with Nexon, who makes Maple Story. Now, we all know Jen loves his games and gaming. And he has said on several occasions that he's played Maple Story a lot when he was younger and, you know, just a lot. And he spent a lot of money in this Maple Story world of this game. So it's not a shock that he would want to get a job there and have some input on the game as a person who has played the game before. So we got the first episode where he's... um, going for an interview you know to be an intern and he's that good and you know some some people might have mistaken that it was you know scripted because he was so good during the interview and the makers of maple story clarified that no no parts of it was scripted we did not tell him the questions beforehand he is just that good when he came to interview with us it's like okay Jen it's like listen I'm loving this chapter too at first I was you know kind of worried about it because I'm I'm not worried but it was just like you know not knowing where it was going to take any of them you know but I'm glad to see that if this chapter two means that they are able to get to do things that they've always wanted to do or always wanted to get into then I'm definitely all for that because the one thing we want to see is them growing as not only an artist but growing as a person and you know even though they're BTS just you know getting in and doing things that 
they might not have done or didn't think that they were capable of doing or had an interest of doing or, or you know or just trying something new i mean they're always going to be you know a bts member that's definitely like top of their resume but for them to you know delve in, into other things and do stuff that they might have had an interest in or something like that i'm all for that definitely all for that so second episode jen is um you know uh, presenting some ideas and and stuff and <laughs> you know jen is jen you know and he he commends those you know who has to do that you know for a living you know and how it feels and all the preparation and stuff you got to do to try to present your ideas to you know a group of people that even say yes or no you know they even like yourself or they're like no but you know it doesn't mean that you're not doing well it's just you know maybe they were looking for something else or something more or something you know either way but it doesn't mean that you have a bad idea no um so that you know so i'm looking forward to you know them continuing on with his journey and his you know gaming job his gaming interview you know um then we got a teaser been getting teasers from jk and it's like look there is so much going on my head is spinning i'm loving all of the stuff that's happening but my head is spinning it's hard to keep up okay i can't even recover from hobie palooza you know i'm still recovering from that and then all of this back to back to back stuff with each member and it's like <sighs> i'm glad that they are doing what they want to do and this is a lot, but I'm enjoying it. And I'm glad that they are able to put this stuff out, you know, and just do things that they they want to do. So we was getting teasers of videos where JK looks like a vampire. I was like, does he look like a vampire? Am I bugging out? This looks a little eerie because the thing is, is that I've seen so many shorts and so many edits of the members being vampires or being mob bosses or being some kind of dark lord or mafia boss or something you know some you know businessman or something ceos and stuff you know fan fictions and edits and stuff and so there has been a lot of vampire edits especially with jk so the fact that he and then it, it came out that he's making this folio it's like a book and he has this concept and he has these photos and everything and he's i said wow and then you know they said it was going to be a book that's going to be sold it's like 80 pages long it's like a pictorial of jk in different outfits with a theme going on Oh, yes, we need this. We all need this. Even if JK is not your bias, you need the book. This book is going to be everything. And it's like, if we just get it from him, that's fine. If we get one from each member with a different something going on, that's also fine. But it can't, you know, it, 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 they showed us previews of it and they showed us teasers and i'm like what is going on here and i'm I'm thinking it was like a teaser for a song or now or something and then there's like this whole 
book he got a concept and then they came up with the making of it and he had he thought of you know what kind of concept he wanted to do and he had a lot of input on it and them outfits if you are a jk stan or you jk bias i hope you have an oxygen tank close by because this man is trying to suffocate armies now in the best way that he can i mean first it was the jackets the crop jacket well well okay let's take it back first it was the eyebrow first it was slowly wait it wasn't even the eyebrow piston first it was his tattoos you know you see him with one and then became two and then it became four and five and then it became a whole sleeve and then he had some on the hands first it was that then he killed armies last year when he debuted a eyebrow piercing in butter and people tried to figure out whether it was real or not even though he you know said it wasn't real in the butter video he wound up getting the real one because during the suwuzu last year he had it and his arm uh sleeve tat of tattoos was on full display that's where he you know really starts to choke army he's he's grown up and you can see he's it's 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 so crazy when you look at when they first debuted and look at him now it's like wow you have grown up i'm loving this and then during map of the soul one concert when he did his solo song my time whoever styled him thank you very much sorry guys i knocked over my microphone it was that serious um <laughs> whoever sells him thank you very much because that was perfect right so that was map of the soul one in 2020 and then he killed us with the long hair in 2021 and the tattoos and the eyebrow piercing and then he got a lip piercing that everybody was wondering whether it was real when it was on the fact awards and indeed it was and then came permission to dance on stage where the man proceeded to wear a crop jacket with boots up to the knees and pants with mint green hair this is the permission to dance online that they first did i said wait a minute when they came out with the Black Swan segment and they finished singing Blue and Gray, they took off the coats. I said, does this man have on a short jacket with boots up to the knees? What is happening here? That was way too much. And then you had V with the ruffle pants, bell bottom with the ruffles and then a ruffle around, you know, going down the chest up to the neck. And then you had Jimmy with a see-through shirt. I We saw that. Like, what are y'all trying to do here? We know they grown, but, you know, people still have to be able to make it home or make it to bed if they watching at home. Like, what? That was too much. And then came the permission to dance live where the jacket was just, you know, in full swing. And he had those boots on. I said, that will forever be an iconic uh, outfit of his those boots that jacket and those pants but permission to dance uh, uh on stage in seoul that jacket unfortunately the buttons said pow pow and popped off 
And as we found out from Sugar in one of the V lives, he was oiling his chest before he got on the stage because he knew that it was going to be out. And they were cracking up. RM and J Hope was dying at this revelation. <laughs> you know it's funny if J Hope hits the floor. That's when you know it's really, really funny. If he hits the floor, it's funny. It's really, really funny. And so then, Permission to Dance Las Vegas, where I went, they made him a whole new jacket. This time, it's cropped because you can see part of his back is out. I said, okay, so y'all just really just going for Army's throats. It's like, even if you were in a JK stand, you were just like, even I was like, and I took a picture like, Wow. Okay now. No, alrighty. I'm mad I didn't get to see uh, V's ruffled pants when he went when they were in Vegas. They changed his pants. But I think it got it's like it's like all their outfits are like hanging up in some museum or something somewhere. But JK have been, you know, uh, uh, slowly killing army for a little while now you know he's just been trying to do it subtly but we see it and so this book is just going to be everything pretty much and i'm loving the concept i'm loving everything here's what i don't love about what's going on with this book now they came out with a pre-sale of it and you know army get to you know buy it and whatever and so it sold out quick now, there's a guy that I follow on um, YouTube, and he's a JK bias, and his name is uh, Jose Ochoa. And he put up about scammers and scalpers. Now, before he did that, he did say that um, the book was uh, restocked, and so they had a second... Um, pre-sales and i just happened to open up my twitter because you know to check twitter and see what's going on on there and keep up with stuff over there and i just happened to open it up and i saw his tweet you know how fast i i came out of twitter app went right over to the reverse shop to the u.s shop and bought that book that book is only 38 dollars with tax and shipping it's like 53 or 52 and change here's what's happening with that book because he put up a post about it and i retweeted it he looked up i think he googled like jk's uh, uh folio book you have people who bought the book now the thing is is that nobody physically has the book yet because the books haven't been sent to anyone if you even if you even if you got it in the first pre-sale you don't have the book yet because they're not i think they're not going to be shipped out until october or november one of the two but you have scammers who bought the book probably and i'm saying scammers and scalpers because if you were real army or if you were uh, a real fan of bts or any of the members you would not do this to their products but i see this a lot 
And it's hard for the company to crack down on this because if a person makes a legitimate purchase and they purchase it at the price, you don't know what they're going to do with it after that. You just know that this person made a purchase through the Weaver shop and that's it. You have no idea what this person is going to do with that product after they purchase it. So I guess he Googled and looked to see, and you got people out there who's selling this book for $2.99, $169.99 with $35 shipping, $200, $400, $500. I even saw $1,000. I was like, listen, I say, look, this is to all army out there, you know, whoever's listening and please, you know, tell your friends. Uh, spread this you know among each other do not buy this book if it's not from weavers let those scalpers and those scammers get stuck with the books because here's the thing once they paid the money for that book they're stuck with it regardless of what they do with it they've already spent their own money on it what I don't want army to do is go and buy it. I understand even if you're a JK bias or if you're not a JK bias and you want the book, do not spend $200 for this book that clearly costs $38, $52. That's with shipping and tax. If you buy it from the US shop, if you buy it from the global shop, it's like $63 and change. If you're spending more than $65 for this book, this person is gouging you. Don't take the bait. Don't do it. Don't buy it. I'm, I'm serious. I know we want the books. They have them in stock. I just looked on Weaver's shop. They are in stock on Weaver's in the U.S. shop. And I think in the global shop too, but definitely the U.S. shop. Do not buy this book for $200. That's ridiculous. And the people who selling it for that, you should be ashamed of yourself because you know that Army want these products. And instead of you not buying them up and reselling them because you want to make a quick buck you bought them up you know you should have just left them alone and let army who actually want to keep the book and who actually genuinely want the book to buy them and so i'm pretty sure this happens a lot with when it comes to bts's products you know bts's merchandise and stuff it's like line friends that make uh bt21 characters now when I looked at Line Friends last year, when I when I got to know that they did these characters and, you know, they have dolls, they have merchandise, they have this and that. So I was looking at it last year and I found out, you know, Line Friends is the one to make them and they have a site that you can, you know, uh, buy the actual dolls and their merchandise and stuff from. So I was like, okay, cool. I can, you know, get them. Since last year, RJ has been sold out since last year that's when i looked at it don't know how long before that he was sold out i've been looking at it since last year and he's been sold out since last year so now i get an email a few days ago that rj was restocked we used to, uh is rj chimmy koya and then i think cookie they were all restocked but in May, I was able to get all of them except RJ. So I have I already have six of the seven. 
RJ was the only one I was missing. I saw it Wednesday and I said, okay, I'm going to buy it. I get paid the next day. It's almost like you have to have a BTS fund, like on the side somewhere. <laughs> because by the time I looked early in the morning, when I got my pay, it was sold out. I was like, wait a minute. How many did you make? Because here's the thing. BTS has millions of fans around the world. If you call restocking this doll, making a thousand of them, that's not a restock. That is some bullshit. No, that is... <laughs> That's nothing compared to how many fans they have. Nobody said you have to have millions and millions and millions to restock. But I guarantee you, RJ is the most popular. It's not the most popular, but he's popular among them. You know, even Jen takes him everywhere. So he's always promoting RJ. Whether he got RJ pajamas or he have the doll with him, he's always promoting RJ. So, you know, I just feel like they need to definitely... um restock definitely restock but what i fear is that the same thing that happened with jk's book is happening with it happened with you know rj you know doll because it has been out of stock for so long and i feel like a lot of people um bought them up so they could resell them to army for a ridiculous amount now again army if you see that doll and it's more than $32.95 because that's the amount that it cost. It only costs $32.95. I don't care where you're buying it from. Line Friends only sell those dolls for $32.95. They're not $100. They're not $65 to $150, $200. They're not. And it's like as much as you want the doll, don't buy it for that much. And then there's some people who's not even buying legitimate dolls because they come in their own BT21 official boxes. And if it don't have the official logos and stuff on the back of the box and everything, it's not official. I don't care what it looks like. It's not official. So it's like, I will only buy products from, you know, the original place where it comes from like beavers or lion friends or something like i that's where i want to buy my stuff from you know especially bts merchandise you know i know there's other people who you know sell stuff and they have bts on it or whatever but it's not their official merchandise i don't i i still don't understand how people are able to do that but i guess you know different places it's it's allowed i don't know I don't know. That's kind of weird because BTS is not making anything from it. But, you know, tweets is on. Anyway. But the guys are coming out with so much stuff. And so many things are happening. And, you know, Sugar's vlog was just uh, shown today. And I have to catch up on my vlogs. And I will definitely talk about that in the next episode. Like, I have to catch up on my blogs. I've seen some of them. Some of them I haven't seen yet. Like, one, I think four out of seven I haven't seen in, 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 in its entirety. And I have to catch up because, it's so, like I said, it's so much going on. But I'm loving every minute of it. Because it feels like we're not, um, we're not missing them. As you know, we thought we would. So that that's the one thing about all of this is that the guys, 
still feel like they're they're there you know even though like i said they can take a they can take a, a actual break they can they've been going for nine years you know since 2013 and they've been together with each other for longer than that and it's like if they actually did want to you know stop for a bit it's fine because they deserve it they doing so much at a pace and i don't care what group you are you are not doing things on their level you know a lot of groups are talented a lot of groups have good singers and good songs and good performances and stuff but for me it, it's like nobody's doing it at this at, at 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 this level and the thing different things that they're involved in i have to even catch up on the uh, the seven chakras the their the webtoon i have to catch up on that too like oh my gosh it's so much and then we got more music from the members and now it was just announced that rm is coming out with his own concept book i was like who okay so what that means is i'm gonna have to have like a bts fun on the side i am you know like i said i'm late coming into army and i just want to you know support the guys and you know be a part of the fandom and, and having the different things because these are things that it's going to be one once in a lifetime kind of things you know they're not gonna it may not make anything like that again or you know certain things like that again and it's like i definitely want to support them because they are doing good work as artists as um as people you know the different times that they were at the UN and the you know they went to the White House and the different times they've donated to different charities even the latest you know uh, you know and the thing is they don't even say anything about it because you know my bias if you know my bias is they said that you know he you know donated to the people who had um who had uh, you know who was affected by all the flooding that was going on in uh South Korea recently when I said that is so nice and you know a lot of them do that and they don't necessarily announce it I wonder why did the people announce it we never know I guess they maybe they wanted the public to know that you know wanted to remember they did something really you know nice for the people that you know has been suffering you know from the flooding in South Korea recently I said that is, that is so great and that was, that's what makes me love them more because not only are they big artists but sometimes you have big artists who get there and they forget you know um, with all the money that they make how much that they could be doing with that money you know it's nice to have your own money be able to do your own things you work hard for it that's cool but it's also good to give back cool especially when you have more than enough it's also good to give back so you know big up to him and i'm just looking forward to this chapter two we still got music coming out from rm i'm guessing his music is going to come out around his birthday i'm calling it it's coming out sometime next month or we're getting a song or something even if we don't get the entire album i'm guessing that his music he might want to debut with around his birthday because his birthday is in september it's september 12th Virgo I think he's gonna you know maybe put out a song or so by his birthday that'll be nice but then we we, we find out Jimin is making music like oh okay so you're come so they're gonna hit us with the double whammy okay 
and then and then V is working on some kind of concept. He's in the in the gym working out muscles and stuff. Like they are doing a lot, and I'm here for it. I love it. I love to see it. I love to see them branching out and doing things, and you know, not just uh, not just being in BTS, but doing their own thing. So definitely looking forward to that. And once again, I thank you guys for listening to me and being a part of my little my little podcast. Not little, but my podcast. And listening to me blab about BTS. I love it. Um, once again, if you're not following, definitely hit that follow button on any platform all across the board. My podcast is there. So you can get informed and notified when a new episode come along. So. I will be talking about the vlogs in my next episode and I'm even putting together a special episode, um, special episode, series of episodes about um, BTS and their past. Because one thing I want to do with this podcast is not only talk about things that, you know, go on, that's going on now, things, you know, from the past too, but in my own way, not just, you know, we telling everything that went on no it's my own uh take on their history and you know coinciding with you know their hip-hop past and coinciding with the hip-hop culture so look forward to that episode that's going to be coming soon i'm gonna put that together put everything together and talk about that so definitely look forward to that and i thank you if you're still here for listening to me this is velvet t signing off and i'll see you in the next one until then take care everyone see ya